Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foul Ball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing well. I'm doing, I'm alive. I'm up and I am broadcasting to you wonderful people. And thank you very much for watching. Uh, I, Me and Vigilante were up late last night. We shot the, uh, recorded the Patreon, which is up now. New episode called Normies. That was uh, sparked from a conversation that I had out after work the other day with a, with a guy that I work with who is a really cool dude. He's also like a fan of Robert Meyer Burnett, but he's like still convinced that Lord of the Rings could be good. And like I just had to have this conversation with him. <laughs> so so that's what the episode is inspired by. So we were up late last night and then uh, I – got a tweet from Thundercats Ho. He DM'd me and he turned me on to the Lord of the Rings super fan video, which I just dabbled in and then couldn't help but make a video about. So I was up until like five in the morning, at least last night, working on that video. And it's up. Uh and I thought it was it was really good. Uh pretty funny. But um yeah I'm 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 I am faded, yo. I am tired. But I'm here. And I believe Vigilante will be joining us shortly. Uh, it's good to see you all. I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. It's good to see you here. Let's see who is here. Oh, there he is. Thundercats always here. Hey, old buddy. Just talking about you. Oh, I will never shut up about the Patreon, sentient dildo. In fact, since how you mentioned it, I appreciate that you did. Because I briefly just sort of like went over it. But what's so great about the Patreon is that there are now 12, 12 12 incredible episodes up there of the Culture Crime Fighter's Secret Identities, where me and Vigilante pull back the cape, pull back the cowl, and talk a little bit more about our personal lives. Uh, and you can get access to all 12 episodes for the very, very low cost of just $5 a month. It's a bargain. And Vigilante Williamson would say, much more value than you got out of Disney+. Plus. So why don't you head on over to Patreon slash Culture Crime Fighters. Give us a sub. Join its Courtney's Fellowship of Oddballs. Join uh, Toxic Man Flu. Join Sean Connery versus Applesauce. It's a great goddamn community. And thank you very much for your support. Send you dildo, my dude. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Pat S is here. Hail Pat S. 12 for five bucks, not bad. It's a steal. It's the bargain of the century. Uh, oh, thank you, Courtney. Saying I don't look tired. I look like the handsome young gentleman that you always are. Well, looks can be deceiving because I'm exhausted. But thank you very, very much. Thank you. Uh, Eric K., hail. Hail, good to see you. The Mench Wrench. And Sean Connery versus Applesauce. Keely Chow. Jake Diesel in the chat. That's great to see. Good to see you, my dude. Good to see you. So what's going on? I wanted to save some of the juicier stories for when Vigilante shows up, especially that Lord of the Rings thing, because I made the video, uh, which you can check out now. It's up. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's it's so on the nose with the things that we're all like, ah, is it going to be this? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be this. It's going to be an obsession with diversity. It's not going to honor the lore at all. It's all about platforms and inclusivity and messaging. They're like, they're 100% assuring you, oh, no, no, this time it is that. You're like, you're not even going to pretend? You're not supposed to break kayfabe. You're supposed to lie to me and convince me it's good. And then when I go and I get my heart broken, you already got my money. 
that's the play. Now you're telling me not to watch it? Okay. But um, it's really funny. So I want to get Vigilante's take on it. Uh, my favorite part in the video is like just the one girl's reaction to like the black elf comment. And she just kind of like, mm, mm, just has like this kind of tight face. Like she was like, wait a minute, you're the girl who's like supposed to be promoting it. And you seem frustrated as we do by this thing. Oh my God. That fellowship of influencers video is beautiful. It really is. It's a gem. It's a gem. It's a gift to, uh, from the YouTube gods. Because it really is my girl Galadriel. Oh, it's, I mean, it is, it is a whole treasure trove of awful lines and self-importance and just, I mean, it's so evident these people are not fans of Lord of the Rings. Like, it's just something that they probably casually watch like everyone else. But now, oh, they're obsessed with Tolkien. It's like the one girl is like, uh, she starts off, she's like, you know, I'm a huge fan of the original films, but it's like, oh, there's a but. Of course there's a but. Why wouldn't there be a but? And she's like, but, you know, the women never talk to each other. And, blah, 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 blah. and she's just like, oh, wow. Wow. This has got to be the most clumsy. It's like, I and I guess, what, Amazon took the video down? Because it because this video resurfaced. It came back up. It's not something you can find a pay like i guess amazon put it up and then they took it down because when thundercats ho sent me it it's on this guy's like uh you know a youtube channel with like 40 subs or something like it was just something i guess he captured and re-uploaded so it's not public for amazon anymore i don't know it made me uh oof uh yeah it was uh it was really made me cringe it really made me cringe and i was so tired i, I still had to make a video about it that's how bad that's how bad it was i forewent a healthy night's sleep so that i could make a video about this and it's 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 cooking up the charts at like 40 views so why don't you give that a share and help out my numbers thank you very much love you love you never seen a ratio that bad i didn't see the ratio I, I, you know, I might have because I'm a little late to this story, to be completely honest. Uh, hail Pirate Queen. What's going on? Um, yeah, I'm a little late to this story. I guess like this was kind of a last week's story. And I think uh, Jeremy, Geeks and Gamers, Gary Nerdrotic all did videos about it. But I, this is like I just picked up on this one. This Lord of the Rings story has got a lot of heat, man. Every day I'm still seeing like people are hungry for content regarding the Lord of the Rings. They are really hungry for it. I thought, you know, a lot of these stories, they kind of one and done, or if you don't get out ahead of it, your videos just get swallowed up in the mix. But now, man, people are, they don't, there's just the ravenous for more trashing of this Lord of the Rings thing. They, um, they fucked with the wrong bull on this one, which is uh, really interesting to see and good. I think that's good for us, good for content, uh, good for the, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's going to change anything, but it's, I'm proud that people didn't get so aggressively deceived. There's still a lot of copium out there. There's still a lot of people who are, oh, well, you haven't seen it yet. But there's a lot of response uh, that, um, I'm very impressed with and proud of and happy to see. And disease is asking if, did my mic boom break? Yes. 
<sighs> yes, it did. It broke uh, on the show on the uh, MFR Cocktail Lounge the other night. And I, I tried to fix it, and it's unfixable. So I bought a new one, and that one arrived broken. Uh, so I have to, like, send that one back and get another one from Amazon. So right now I'm like a, I don't know, I'm like a rapper. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, out here dropping bars. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's really uncomfortable to hold up your microphone for several hours. I mean, I had to kind of create, like, a hand thing where I could, I don't know. It's really kind of a pain in the ass, but it is what it is. The show must go on. The show must go on, and I that's how much I love you. So much I care. I care enough to hold my mic, clutching that mic like a small child. It's, it's, I know it's utterly ridiculous. I don't have any other solution. What am I supposed to do? I have like your mirror broke too. Hey, what are you saying about my face? I can't fix my face. I'm sorry, it's imperfect. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's ridiculous. I have to hold this mic for several hours, but hey, what are you gonna do? I can't control it. I can't control it. So I was uh, browsing Twitter, as one does. Um, I really only go on there for this channel. I couldn't imagine, like, casually going on Twitter and just, like... I mean, I guess now that I have, like, a really, uh, like, a cool group of people that, like, YouTubers and just fans and stuff like that that I follow and I'm paying attention to, like, Twitter's actually not that bad because now I my feed is interesting stuff for me. It's people like sharing cool videos or, you know, funny memes or takes or whatever that are interesting. So I guess in that regard, but anyway, I was on Twitter and I guess, so there's this new, uh, game that just came out that I was like, Oh, that looks, sounds kind of interesting. So, um, the Elden ring, Elden ring, which looks like very Lord of the Rings ish. Looks very like uh, World of Warcrafty, I guess. Is an action role playing game, um, and it's like a giant sprawling open world uh, RPG style game that I guess George R. 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 Martin is involved in, or at least involved in writing the lore or something like that. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Has anyone heard anything about this? Um, it sounds like, I don't know, it sounds tight. Like, it sounds interesting. Like, I want to, I think I want to see it or play it or whatever. Um, but I, I, you know, it's so hard to know. It's so hard to navigate what is going to be worth your time. What's just going to be a bloated mess. Because also, like, there's a, I think there's like a contingent of game fans out there that, like, love things that I'm just like, nah, I don't know what was so interesting about that. Like, you know, games that have, like, these 9.8 out of 10, and I play it, I was like, I don't know. I was, I guess, it, like, the, a lot of the game nerds are just obsessed with mechanics. And, like, oh, the shadows are so smooth. I'm like, I mean, I guess that's cool, but, like, it's not the game. Like, that's just part of it. I don't know. It's not the whole experience. Like, I remember, like, game, these games, and I was like, that game was not that good would just get praise out the ass because, like, the mechanics were so smooth. And I'm like, I, that's, like, one angle of the game. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's, there's a 9 out of 10 because it had, like, cool sword swinging. That's a little, uh, I don't know. Like, that's a little lame. But anyway, I'm just, I'm curious about this new Elden Elden Ring game. Early reviews for the Elden Ring are pouring in ahead of its anticipated release. What, is that a story? Isn't that, isn't that all games or all property? 
the reviews flow in before the game is out. I don't know. Kotaku put out an article about it. Kotaku's, as I understand, they're pretty woke, right? They kind of, um, they shill and they bullshit. Oh my God, I'm so sick of of all these web ads. Is, is, it, is it me or do web ads like triple in the past week? What is going on? LDG of Geeks, hell. Gomer Kyle, what's going on? Man of War 665, neighbor of the beast. Hell. Good to see y'all. Um, all right, let's read this article from Kotaku. Let's check it out and see what's going down in the world of video games. Elden Ring reviews call the game a challenging open world masterpiece with its vast open world from software's latest souls like. What? What is that? With its vast open world from, is the company called Software? <laughs> what kind of a lazy ass name is that? What should we call our software company? I don't know, dude. I'm exhausted. Let's just call it Software. Okay, it's soft. That's what we do. We make software. We're calling it Software. That's it. I'm going home. <laughs> from Software's latest Souls-like. What does that mean? From Software's latest souls like is also earning comparisons to breath of the wild that those words don't make sense to me what does that mean hello flaccid phoenix hail mike DiCarlo. hail what's going on i really can't understand what the hell that is supposed to mean the review embargo what <laughs> The review embargo for Elden Ring from software's highly anticipated and tough as nails action role-playing game. Dude, this sounds like it was written by the people who made the game. Like, that's not an impartial sentence right there. Like, that's very much like a tough as nails. Like, that sounds like the lines they wanted you to include in their description. I mean, I don't know. Hail. It's the tough as nails. It's the best game ever. Uh, has finally lifted. Wait, okay has finally lifted ahead of its February 25th launch. Critics have started publishing the reviews online, giving you an opportunity to see just where the latest Souls-like. What the fuck is that? Souls-like. What does that mean? Is that the name of the game? Souls-like? That is just confusing. Stands in relation to other genre favorites like Demon Souls and Neo 2. It seems like a big success, one that's both accessible and difficult at the same time. You know what I mean? That's like that's like a a pitch line. Oh, it, it's 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 both accessible and difficult at the same time. So you'll get a wide variety of gamers who will get a satisfying gaming experience out of this. Is this is this your impartial take, Kotaku? Really? Revealed during E3 2019, Elden Rings features the much publicized narrative involvement of Game of Thrones novelist George R. R. Martin. Though how just much impact Martin had on the game is unclear. In the moody, opaque tradition of the studio's previous... Look, at the, would you hear these lines? Who? What? What? Like, journalists. Like, I wouldn't... Unless it was something that I adored, I would never use such flowery language, especially to describe a company. In the moody, opaque tradition... Ooh, they're moody and opaque. Like, what? Who talks like that, man? Oh, this is written by... This is written by the people who made the game. This is the... <laughs> I don't even think they wrote this article. I think they sent it to Kotaku and said, Push, publish this. <laughs> so lame. In the moody, opaque tradition of the studio's previous games, Elden Ring sees you controlling a silent protagonist here named The Tarnished. I don't like that. The Tarnished. 
That's that that remind that, to me that sounds like uh the rock geode or whatever from that stupid Star Wars cartoon. Like a lot of lazy titling in this uh, property so far. The company's called Software, and then you have a guy called the Tarnished. I mean, that's gay. <laughs> like I mean, like, has anyone in the history of the earth ever been the anything? The unwashed. And that's just how they refer to them. So lame. Just give them a name. As they explore the mythical open world of lands between, of lands between. Once again, boring lands between. What are these titles? What are these names? Did you just not come up with anything? Of lands between. I mean, even Middle Earth is like is simple, but there's like a, it feels real. Lands between, like, what is that? That sounds like a, like a, a shitty furniture store you'd see in the mall. Oh yeah, let's go to Lands Between. They have a really good couch pillows. What the fuck is that? The world of Lands Between to fight monsters, uncover secrets, and become something called the Elden Lord. Ooh, mysterious, mysterious. Yeah. Good point, Flaccid Phoenix. The vocabulary assigned these people aren't gamers, just journalists. Yeah, I don't know. It's just Ascension uh, <laughs> Dildo says, I'm reporting you for false advertising. But we want vid. Listen, I don't control that man, okay? He's a force onto himself. It's like trying to control the weather. You can't do that. You just got to let it be, man. You got to let it be. And vid will be here when vid is good and goddamn ready. All right? And <laughs> we'll see him when he gets here. I hope. Uh, <laughs> um, where was I in this genius article? That's certainly not just an advertisement for the fucking game masquerading as a. What even is it? Like, what are you telling me? You're like, oh, this game that we couldn't talk about. Now it's like so amazing. And now we can talk about how amazing it is and how amazing the company is. And oh, how genius their CEO is. and What a big dick he's got. and How smart and funny he is and how much everyone likes him. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, but setting Elden Ring apart is just how open its world is, putting the new emphasis on exploration and player freedom, similar to Breath of the Wild. Is Breath of the Wild, is that the Zelda game? Or is that another Elden Scrolls? I can't, these all, all these games sound the same. I Elder Scrolls, Elden Wild, Breath of the, I can't, I cannot disseminate them in my head. I don't know. I, I never know what they're talking about. Not all outlets were treated equally, though. You'll likely notice that our Elden Ring review is absent from this first wave of criticism and online discourse. There's an explanation for this from from software took. Ugh, I hate that they call their company software so much from software or is it called from software? Ugh, I, I, I just call it Jim software company for crying out loud, just so I know what we're talking about. Quite a while to send us code for the platform our writer is playing the game on. This is the first thing they wrote for themselves because it's terrible. So we've had very little time with it, and it is, of course, quite a big game. Our review is coming. Don't worry about that. It'll just be late. Whew. I was so worried about that. Thank God. Everybody, you can calm down. Their review is coming. Don't worry. Self-importance a little bit. Oi. Well, that being said, here's what other reviewers are saying about the Elden Ring. IGN, in the 87 hours it took me to beat Elden Ring, I was 87 hours. <laughs> but is it diverse? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure 
It is. Um, you can't not be nowadays. I and mean, we haven't heard anything about how it's not horribly diverse. So I don't know. In the 87 hours it took me to be 87 hours is, I mean, a while, I suppose, but like, it's not that much of the way they're describing it. I mean, everything I was reading, it sounds like it's endless and sprawling and it's, it's, you know, it would take you a year to finish all the little side quests and stuff like that. Like, I'm pretty sure on my first Fallout 3 playthrough, it was 100 hours. Uh, and that was definitely not a complete playthrough. So, I don't know. 87 hours is a while, but that's not like, it's not that crazy. I was put through an absolute ringer of emotion. Ew, you douchebag. Ew. So, you're just like in your apartment like just being like oh oh my god and then you're like no and you're just like oh no like that really a ringer of emotion shut the fuck up you pretentious tool real okay anger is i was beaten down by its toughest challenges anger i could understand i feel anger quite often when playing a video game because it's frustrating like damn it i get that exhilaration <laughs> exhilaration when i finally overcame them wow i don't really ever um i don't really read a lot of game journalism and i don't think i'm gonna start now after having read these articles boy do they suck firstly they're like just so clearly biased and secondly like oh self-importance and just lame and a fair amount of sorrow for the the sorrow for the mountains of XP I lost along the way to some of the toughest boss encounters from software has ever conceived. Okay, so the company's called From Software. Terrible man. But more than anything else, I was in near constant awe from the many absolutely jaw-dropping vistas, the sheer scope of an absolutely enormous world, the frequent harrowing of enemies. Like the frequent harrowing enemies and the way in which Elden Ring nearly always rewarded my curiosity with an interesting encounter, a valuable reward, or something even greater. What? Did, did they, someone come to your house and suck you off? What are you talking about? Something even greater. What could that greatness have possibly been? It's a video game. It's either a reward or an encounter. What else could it be? Uh, like, I, this is lame, dude. These, these like... <laughs> Like, I, I believe you can have a great experience with a game, but I don't believe anyone involved so far that I've read is, like, on the up and up. Like, these are way too, like, effusive with their praise. Like, there's not even a – so there's perfect. There was no tedium in the battle or there was no angles where you're like, I didn't really love that. Like, everything about it was genius, and you had to, like, pull out your fucking thesaurus to find the word that describes the immensity of the feeling you were having after playing this masterpiece. <laughs> really? Sorry if I'm skeptical. <laughs> Sorry if I'm a little skeptical. Hello, the lovely Sherry. Hell. Do I have any salt for the rest of you? No. No. I do not share. I'm a salty boy. I feel exhilarated. <laughs> Dildo says he feels exhilaration watching my streams. Thank you. Thank you. And that's all he said. So thank you very much. Uh, GameSpot, the challenge for From Software. I really loathe that name. From Software. 
So lame. Lies in the friction between the studio's design hallmarks and the expected conventions of a genre filled with games that try to be all things to everyone. And although the execution is an unmitigated success, one thing's for sure. Here we go. This is actually a criticism. Elden Ring is not a smooth edge, one size fits all kind of experience that will accommodate everyone. Instead, it's unrelentingly opaque. That is the second time I've heard that word used. That is odd that they would both choose to use the word opaque. It's a relatively, relatively obscure and esoteric term. I mean, it's not like that out there, but for them both to choose to use the word opaque in separate reviews, that's uh, that's a weird coincidence. Uh, relishes in the savagery of confronting players with unfavorable odds and delights in watching the ensuing struggle. Elden Ring's gameplay will feel tired to those with experience of previous From Software games. The tried and two formula of measured third-person combat against enemies that are swift to punish foolhardiness is both thrilling and ner- uh, I, I can't. All right, I can't do this anymore. This is fucking boring. We get it. It's the greatest game that's ever. Guys, it's the greatest game that has ever existed in the history of games, okay? And if you play it, your head will explode by how genius it is, okay? You might lose all your friends and family from this thing because there's no other thing you're got it's ever going to match how amazing Elden's drink, okay? We got it. Lay it in on a little thick, eh? Crying out loud. I mean, yeah, Pat S is I'm in. I mean, I'll probably play it too, but <laughs> still this is so lame. I really don't care for, I don't really, uh, that was a lot. That was exhausting. That was really exhausting. Okay. Um, well, damn it, Vidge. Come on, man. Wake up. Need you. Need you here to fight some culture crime. I can't do it all on my own, my friend. You got to show up for me. Um, Elden Ring. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay, Elden Ring. Whatever. Looking whatever. We can talk about the Lord of the Rings super fan thing, I suppose. I mean kind of already talked about it uh oh this is an interesting story all right we'll talk about this i mean i don't know if it's interesting it's something um oh wrong button wrong button okay so this is on the lad bible which is like i don't know a weird site that i check out sometimes really just for content um but lad hailed as quote man of the year after becoming woman's birthing partner on tinder date I mean, I don't like the term birthing partner. That just sounds like one of those terms that they, you know, it's like persons with a vagina or whatever the fuck they say. You know, that just sounds like one of those things. A bloke has been dubbed man of the year after he remarkably supported his Tinder date as she gave birth on their fourth date. I mean, okay. Last September, Alyssa Hodges, 20, and Max Sylvie, 25, were supposed to be meeting up for their fourth date after meeting on Tinder when Alyssa unexpectedly went into labor. If you're that close to giving birth, should you be going on Tinder dates? Like, does that sound like a responsible use of your time? I don't know. Like, that... Vaginal carrier, yes, engine dildo. That seems a little strange to me. Like you're nine months pregnant and you got to go, like you're swiping on Tinder. Like me, I don't know if that's really where your priorities should be right now. I mean, I know you probably do need to procure a father, but like <laughs> right now, I don't know. I don't know. However, Max was completely unfazed and stepped up to support her through the birth of her son, Ollie. 
The eight-month pregnant mom was supposed to be picking up her Tinder date from the airport when her waters broke. Picking her Tinder date up from the airport. Fourth date? This guy's already got her picking him up at the airport when she's eight months pregnant? Fucking Chad. That's a Chad right there. She was rushed to a nearby hospital, and Max ended up meeting her there. The couple claimed to have bonded over the unexpected circumstances as Max amazingly stepped up and supported Alyssa during the early weeks of motherhood when she had the baby blues. So much so that the duo have been raising little Ollie together and are now planning to move in together? What? Wait a minute. So, <laughs> so this guy meets this girl uh, after four Tinder dates. She gives birth. And now he's moving in with her to, wow, you know what? I was wrong. She used her time perfectly well. She knew exactly what she was doing. She got this guy to raise her kid. That was, you know what? He's no Chad. She's the Chad. She outchatted this guy so hard. <laughs> now he's, now he's stuck. Now he's, now he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to raise this kid now. Like, Wow. Bro, you don't even know this girl. You're going to move in with her and raise her baby? Damn, dude. That is... That's some that's some crazy shit. Like, you think his... Because they're, they're making it out like, oh, this is a positive story. It's like, do you think... Is his family like... Yeah, great call. That was totally the right thing to do. Oh. Yeah, what a tart indeed. Like, is anyone in this kid's ear being like, bro, maybe that's kind of like you're signing up for like a lifelong commitment and you're moving in with this chick that you don't know. And also, legitimately, you do kind of have to think about the baby because that baby is going to imprint on you and it's going to instinctually look at you as a father figure. And if this chick does turn out to be a hot mess, which is incredibly likely, uh, this kid's now going to like, be loss of a father figure already like this is a this is a really this is a hell of a risk now listen i don't know my dating history is not spectacular um and you know everyone thinks they have the formula for a good relationship maybe this one could work it just seems a little wacky to me uh sam whitfield hell sam whitfield just tipped me three dollars and 33 cents much appreciated my dude uh, he says, happy Wednesday to you fine gentlemen and hail to the chat. Too bad I'm not in my studio or I'd co-host with Matt. This crap is why I don't do Tinder. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but I mean, even, you know, it's not really like, this isn't Tinder's fault. Like this is like, I couldn't, Im I couldn't imagine swiping on a chick and then she shows up pregnant. <laughs> like. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> like you're pregnant. What are you doing on a date? Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's also not like the best advertising for you. It's like, well, okay. Who's the father? Where's he? Why are you here on this date with me right now? <laughs> like that is some, that's some wild shit. And then I don't know. There's like, dude, keeping it up. Like, He's 25. I mean, I don't know anything about him. I don't know his job. I don't know his life. But if he's like, if he's investing in this woman's life and his own, now his future being tied up to this chick, like, 
are you ready for that? It's not even your baby. Like, are you are you gonna give up everything to help raise this fucking kid? I mean, they're moving in together, so that means at least part of the bills are gonna be his responsibility. And it's not like she's gonna be like, oh no, no, it's fine. Uh, you don't need to buy diapers or formula or any of the things the baby needs because it's not really your baby. No way. You're going to be wrapped right up into wrapped right up into the responsibilities of raising this kid financially and emotionally. It's like, wow, man, I don't know. That is. Ish. I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. Whitfield's asking if she's hot. I mean, she's you know, she's cute, I guess. I mean, she just gave birth there, so it's kind of hard to judge her. But she looks pretty cute. I mean, still, though, dude. Damn. I, I mean, look, I, I'll give it to her, bro. That was, uh, that's impressive. That is an impressive swing she managed to pull. Some other dude impregnated her. And then she, like, at zero hour, at the 11th hour, managed to scoop up another guy and get her to raise her kid. Get him to raise her kid. That is impressive. That is some really like that's some baller shit on her part, man. That, that's that's some high level stuff. I'm impressed. Yeah, she got the game down pat. You're right, disease. That is crazy. Wow. I would love to check in on them in like a year. I'd love to hear how things are going. Maybe they're going great. Maybe this is the this is how you do it. Maybe this is the formula for a healthy relationship. I can't imagine that's the case. But I would love to know. Do you think he has questions? Like, do you think he's ever curious about, like, who is the guy? Is like, is he still around? Like, does he want to see his kid? Like, is he going to fucking hit me with a hammer in the parking lot because I'm raising his baby? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's some questions. Like, I'd have, I need to have answered. Like, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine making a commitment like that after, a, like, how long has he known her? Four dates? Even if it was one a week, it's only a month. And then she gives birth, and now you're going to raise this kid with her. Bro, she is like, uh, she's like Jedi mind tricks. She's like mesmerizing and hypnotizing this guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That is, that is one hell of a story right there. Okay, well, I guess uh, good luck to the two of them. I hope that they have lots of happiness and success. That seems utterly insane to me. I couldn't imagine making a decision like that. No. <laughs> and they're also like, he's like the, they call him like the lad of the year. Is like, for real? Is this the kind of behavior we want to be like, this is the right way to go about things? It's like, is it now? For who? <laughs> like, if this doesn't work out, like, he is, I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty nuts. That's pretty nuts. So any of y'all hear about the, the Tinder swindler fella? I guess there's like some Netflix documentary that like girls are obsessed with that this dude was some kind of con artist on, on Tinder. Speaking of keeping the topics fluid, look how professional. Um, I'm not even entirely sure what it is this guy was doing or what was so wrong about it, but it sounds like this guy was pretending to be like a billionaire. You watched it, Cold Era. Hail, buddy. Maybe you can uh, detail or, you know, I don't know. Let us know in the chat. Uh, <laughs> um, 
so yeah, it's it sounded to me it sounded like this guy was you know putting it out there that he was loaded, that he was a billionaire. He put him he'd like take pictures of himself like in a private jet or whatever, and then you know chicks would obviously swipe on him, and he would I don't know con them or something. Like I don't know how he conned them out of money. That's the part I don't really understand. Like I didn't see it obviously. Uh, Swindler is an old story. Well, you know what, Sentient Dildo. Why don't you produce the show then, huh? What do you got to talk about? What topics are you interested in? Oh, wait, I don't care. It's my show. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. This is a, uh, man, I'm behind it on a few of these stories. I still don't even know what's going on with Russia. I wanted to get Vigilante's take on it because I can't hear, I can't go anywhere without it. Just Russia, 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 everywhere I go. Like, All right, what's going on with fucking Russia? Um, What's your theory there, Courtney? You say you're sticking with your theory. What is that? Um, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. So this 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 guy, like this Tinder swindler, uh, I, like I'm not entirely sure what was the crime or what did he do or what's the thing. Like <clears throat> he's into double-ended topics. That's funny disease. That's a good joke. Uh, he was borrowing money from the chicks and then spent it bail bailing with other chicks, hustling them. Oh, like a pyramid scheme of hoes? Or, or like a Ponzi scheme, I mean. So like he's spending the money that he gets from like another girl, but like there's never uh you never get a you never get your money back. Is that the thing? Yo, if you're if you go out with a dude who tells you he's a billionaire and then he asks you for money, he's lying. He's lying. And the only reason you believe him is because you want the truth of him to be, you want the reality of him to being a billionaire to be true. I mean, they call him a swindler. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's like, I guess technically, but you're the dumbass who fell for it. It's not like he, is that, is it illegal to lie to someone? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's illegal. It's like, it's shitty. It's like, you know, snake-like, but for him to, you know, be this swindler, it's like, I mean, it's not like he went into their bank accounts and stole money. They gave it to him willingly. So, whoops, you're stupid. You shouldn't have done that, dummy. <laughs> that was pretty damn funny. I don't know. And now I guess there's some lawsuit. That's like that's the only reason I was like, I, I pulled up some article. It said, uh, you can now, oh, uh, wait, no, that wasn't it. Like, I guess the guy, so he had like some scam where he said his bodyguard would beat up, but his bodyguard wasn't at all related to him or something. And so, I don't know. It's just, and the guy's filing a lawsuit. It's really not that interesting, but I, the Tinder swindler thing is pretty interesting. Oh, Courtney, you're saying, um, oh shit. Well, guess what? Guess what? Mr. Dildo, Mr. Sentient Dildo. You got your wish. You got your wish because Mr. Vigilante is here. I just woke up. I'm so sorry, man. I I the last time I looked at my phone, it was like 10 something. And I'm like, oh, I got a couple hours of sleep. And I went to sleep. I don't know what happened to my alarms. I wake up, it's like 140. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's <laughs> <laughs> like missing the show. So I just screamed out, fuck, ran in here. <laughs> and um here I am with like a few minutes of, of, of being sentient myself. So, hey, everybody. Sorry I'm late. On? 
Not much. Not much. Like I said, barely sent it myself. And hell, Jake D is here. Jake D is Jake here. D is here. Gomer Kyle, everyone in the chat. I'm glad you guys made it. I'm glad you guys showed up on time. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Fucking A, man. That's good that it's good you're here because I was really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, man. I haven't done a solo stream in a while, and it was just kind of like spinning my wheels. Like, uh, what's the oh, next no. topic? Topic, topic, topic. Like, like, I have an article. Like, that's very, I hope I pulled it off, but I was not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't drink at all, disease. I, I haven't drunk enough. That's my issue. I don't. Ha I haven't drunk enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, after we. Uh, so last night, uh, I was telling I was telling the folk, the folk, right before, uh, right when the stream started, that me and you were recording the Patreon late last night. Yes. Yes. Yes, we are is, uh, now live up there. I won't give you the full pitch because I just did it, but. Um, after we did that, I was just like clicking on a few videos and Thundercats Ho sent me a video, the Lord of the Rings super fan thing. Have you heard about this? No. What? Oh, yeah, I did. Where they were. Um, I just remember them. I, I saw part of it on Gary's video. If it's what I'm thinking of, where it was like diversity, 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 diversity. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One. So apparently, Senjadilla was saying he's never seen a ratio that bad ever. And Ooh. I guess it got ratioed to death, and they took it down. Yeah, but, but YouTube helped it resurface. I see. Yeah, so I hadn't seen any of that, and I watched some of that, and I was like, I, uh, I have to make a video on this. So <laughs> I went to bed at like five in the morning last night, but I did make a video on it. But I wanted to get some of your take on. That. See, I had only saw like, like I said, that little. I saw parts of it during during Gary's video, and then it was like, okay, the joke is off, and it's hard to watch. So I just stopped watching it. But um, man, I, that it's exactly what you thought it was, sort of yep. thing, right? It's It's like that is their goal. It is, and, and it's, it's, you know what it is. There are a lot of people still to this day. To this day, that don't like when they hear diversity, they think of it as a good thing. Like I think that's kind of like we're so like programmed to hit diversity. You guys are already saying CP time because you're alt right. It's like you're you were just so. <laughs> <laughs> like Matt was Matt was late a few weeks ago, but now I have too late, so I can't say anything. Um, but no, uh, like we're so programmed diversity. We hate diversity. What the fuck? It's all bullshit. But like. There are still millions of people, millions of people that really are all into like hear diversity. Like it's a good thing. What are you wrong? What's what's wrong? See disease shudders when he hears it. But oh, there yeah. are still people that and, and so that's why I gotta like think of I'm like so when even though when we see it, it was like what the fuck? And I'm sure most normies are never gonna even see it at all, right? Because it's so extra or whatever. But like the the people who are involved, the people who are going to like shame tweet anyone who doesn't like it, those type of people, they still care about hearing it. So like, because for, for a second, I'm like, why do you keep like, I know why, but like, why are you hammering this shit in? And I remember like, wait, there are still people who hear diversity and think this is a good thing. This is this is, you know, giving 
giving people a chance or whatever the hell there is that they yeah think. like they they believe it is speaking to the highest virtue that you know that could imply yeah like they they're not they're not they they're not looking at it from the critical lens where it's like you know well yeah but that, what they mean by diversity is is you know destroying it and turning it into a platform and hiding behind the diversity yeah and they never also think that like there were more black shows in the 70s 80s and 90s than now where we only have black characters that replace white characters in established uh media so like it actually isn't really diversity it's actually no. worse on both ends it's bad but, for everybody yes it is bad for everybody the fans of the thing it's like it's like, and, it, and you're put in such an awkward position because it's like well, what are you gonna say you're gonna say because it's a different race and it's like i mean i've gotten to the point where i'm comfortable being like yes <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know it's kind of like a weird thing because it's like if you don't if you, if you don't have this conversation a lot you come off sounding like a racist but mm-hmm. that's why they do it so that you can't argue with it and it's like oh like it's like you're you're having like the like a puppeteer pull strings in you and it sucks yeah 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 so like that that's something i kind of got kind because i'm always trying to think like okay i'm in this one world I got to remember that that most people aren't. Oh, man, the commercials now. I saw parts of the, you know, the Super Bowl oh, commercials. Oh, my Listen, God. I, I, I've talked about, you know, how they, they're trying to push everything for white women. But, man, I, I love sisters. I love black women. I genuinely do. They're not the only humans that buy stuff. I don't know Apparently what, at they what are. point. Apparently <laughs> they are. I think they're the only demo that the NFL cares about. <laughs> I don't know when that happened, man. Uh, it was yeah. wild. I mean, I told you the silver lining uh, to all that stuff is we see a lot more thicker women being represented, yeah. which I'm all for. You know, like I, I like seeing thick thighs and, you know, like, like mm, healthy looking chicks on on uh, on the screen, not just these you know, wafy model chicks. So I, in that yeah. regard, I can I can, you know, that's the silver lining. But there it's hilarious go. how heavy handed it is. You're like, really? Wow. Another one. Oh, OK. Avis Renicar or whatever the fuck. They're like, it's just like, OK. It, actually, like, while we're on the subject, you know, like. Some black women don't have a ball fade too, Hollywood. I don't know. Cause it's like every black girl is is like has the like no hair thing yeah. and like very angry look. There are actually pleasant black women. If you listen to Hollywood, <laughs> you would never know. You would never know they exist, this demographic. It's just this like mannish. I mean, sometimes you get cute some cute black girls, but it's either mannish or obese. That's every black girl they show, and they're the only people who buy stuff it's because like, i mean oh they they've convinced a generation that being feminine is being weak and it's mm-hmm. you can't be that you know and like also like it's like men can't be masculine women can't be feminine but as soon as you switch it way to go go yes queen slay absolutely it's absolutely. really gross uh eric k said as a five dollar super chat hail hey. the mighty eric k he says it's okay vidge we know we were just not important enough for you to wake up today is my alarm a- didn't show up is that that's the feeling? It, is that the impression you're trying to give the audience, Vigilante? That you're above you know them? What? You know what? Huh. Yes, I am above you. I'm better than you all. Gravel and like me. No, I'm just Man, you could you could work in Hollywood with that attitude. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, this okay, so there is there is just I don't I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of videos on what people were putting out there, but there was one moment that I highlighted in my video very early on because I was mm-hmm. like, yo, <laughs> like and I want to share it with you. Um, yeah, yeah. 
So I'm going to just share the video and we'll just play it. It's only like maybe 15, 20 seconds to get to it. And then uh, and it'll see, let's see if you catch it. I won't I won't uh, necessarily, um, you know, highlight it. But then I have another I have in my video. I have it slowed down. So let's see. Alrighty. So amazing. I also want to say representative because we're getting like more diversity within this series. Like we're seeing at this black elf. We're seeing <laughs> Man, As, did you see it? I didn't even see it, but it's just like I know this dude. I was like, because I know this dude when I was watching the little Gary breakdown. I'm just like, goodness, they can't. They'll never put it. We talk about black women. They'll never put a just normal straight black man in anything anymore. Would they? It's too intimidating. They so like they have to they have, and no disrespect to the the, the uh, gay black brothers and I, I don't want you guys yelling at me. I mean whatever, dude. That, that that's but, not necessary to say. Like, you know what I mean? I know you're you know, but it's like that's not why. You, it's like we don't have this issue. It's just like this is the Lord of the Rings, really? This guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I'm sure the reply is like, come on, Elijah Woods, masculine. Okay, whatever. But like, but come he's on, a hot, bro. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, and even so, Elijah yeah. Woods not a bitch. Like. <laughs> Like, like, come on! Like, you, you listen. I'm asking Hollywood genuinely. Y'all are so on representation, right? Are y'all ever going to represent not just with black men, even though there's seems like there's a highlight, but masculine men ever again? Semi-masculine men, like Luke Skywalker, is not like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? But he's still a man. And I'm not trying to disrespect this brother saying he's not a man because he's... That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, you're always pushing the most effeminate uh, individual that you possibly can all the time. And Whitfield Report has it right. They have said this. They've said this multiple times. Normal black men are the new white men. Unless unless one of us gets shot by the police, then we got to be used... For a motherfucking um, virtue yeah. signal from everybody. Oh, absolutely. And the only time they'll ever show like a masculine dude is when he's using like masculine energy to push the message. Yeah, like he's you know? super, like he's a bad guy or something. No, no, I mean like it, it, like the dude in the Frost video. He's like, tell him it's weird. You know, oh, yeah. Like, they'll use that <laughs> vibe. Like the, but like you still have to be like mad, like feminist. But you're just like aggressively being feminist. You know, it's like the PC principal guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You saying you're not down with diversity, bro? That's not cool. Yeah. Like that kind yeah, of vibe. Like that's <laughs> the only way you get men ever again. Uh, Cosmic Fusion throwing some super chats our way. Hail Cosmic Fusion uh, for five dollars. He says, "I'm proud of this comment for no reason at all." So I'm super chatting it. Boom, love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, then another $5 super chat. He says, do you think liberal chicks <laughs> with lazy eyes blow their boyfriends and eyeball their husbands at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> but um, tis probably with all the cucking, the, the like intentional cucking that goes along. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. I think a lot of those chicks are miserable because um, they just they're like in the internal conflict of like their actual feminine nature. But like mm-hmm. the intellectualization, they're, they're trying to think their way out of being a woman, you know, like for the yeah. cause and all that shit. I think like a lot of times they're just miserable, unhappy. We're seeing that statistically represented. Like we're seeing less and less people get married, less and less people have kids. We now have the like wine aunt generation of like what wine aunt. You got all these like thirty-five to fifty-year-old women aunt, like okay. aunt, yeah, yeah, why not? 
So they, they, you know, 35 to 50 year old women with no kids who are just like, you know, box wine and, and loneliness. That's like a thing. It's a whole demographic. I'm surprised yeah, they're not just no, but it's the same thing more with guys wine. too. It's the same yeah. thing with dudes. Like they just like uh like what's the word? Like pull themselves out of society and they just, you know, porn and video games and they're not like <laughs> It's Absolutely. real. And it's like, yeah, like they're effectively dividing the genders by, you know what I mean? Telling them all this nonsense. Like, you got to admit, it's pretty effective. It's absolutely effective. It's, it's uh, uh, I say infective. I was a Freudian slip. It's absolutely effective as well because it's like, man, that's shit. You know, I joked and talked about the Maytown. That's the source of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's It starts off from... The, the the woman has been brainwashed that being feminine is wrong and being mm -hmm. you know any any femininity is weakness sort of thing mm -hmm. unless you you have a penis of course and, right. and so then and that it's embraced then, then it's cool so then you 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 push that and then you have a, a group of men who reject that and then they go quote unquote their own way and now you have like I said these um how can we think it's possible that in, uh, this show contains any modern? Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off with that. I was just, just no, I just yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Now we have the this generation. Actually, it's kind of our generation that's growing into this like yep, lonely void of of. We were the test generation. We were the first mm -hmm. ones. We're like the you know the, this is where they started the experiment was on us, and it's effective. Uh, so I do want it. This is this is from my video. But I just yeah. wanted to. This is the moment that I wanted to highlight. I want to. Oh play yeah, it for yeah. You. go ahead. I didn't know if I, I, I missed it. Representative, because we're getting like more diversity within this series. Like we're seeing a first blood elf. We're seeing the first. We're seeing a first blood elf. We're seeing the. <laughs> oh shit! That was too much. I didn't notice that. Dude, like she's that's the. She's in on the video. <laughs> <laughs> promoting this and is repulsed <laughs> she, you, a man sometimes you she dead inside yeah sometimes it's like because they know it's a work you know what i mean mm -hmm. they get in front of camera and shit and then it's, those moments are just like oh god you know what i mean yeah like but that was like that stuck out to me so that's why i made the video because i was like that like did you see that? Did you see that yeah. reaction? That's how I feel. Are you just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and she, she, but she's the one who's on the show. Like it was just like, well, you listen, you have cut to cut around think, right? that. Why did you edit to that? <laughs> they should have cut it. They should have cut that from their presentation, unless they're trying to like. Maybe there are people in the end that are trying to like, you know, uh, blink. Blink enough times that you realize they're trapped or something. I don't know. <laughs> like but, um, the Morse code when you like tell my family I love her. <laughs> Some shit <yes>. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of those situations. But I, you know what, man? Listen, you were an actor. I'm sure you wanted to do like serious, good stuff that was like, you know, relevant or like either fun or or, or, or had a. Um, had some substance to it. That's the word I'm looking for. That's the phrase. I'm sure you want to do something that has substance to it. And she's an actress. I'm sure when she started off actressing, her goal wasn't to be a diversity hire amongst a group of diversity hires, talking about how good it is to be a diversity hire. I'm sure that's not where she set out with, with her, her, her path in actressing.
Well, see, it's interesting I because the word, but. I caught that moment from her, and I was like, "That's hilariously honest." You know what I mean? That's just yes, so, like, like, mm, like, she, like that that look, like just like, mm-hmm. like you just see how frustrated she is. But then, like, then later on in the video, like she does her own bullshit. Like she goes on to you know say because then they start talking about representation, and she's and she's like, "Yeah," and I I'd never seen anything represented, you know, my disability and my queerness. You know, so I, I mean, she's one of them too. Like, yeah, she goes into character, but like that, mm. there's, they're still humans, right? Mm. So there's still that moment of like, yeah, I did not get into acting for this. This isn't what I got in. For. This is not what I wanted to be. And even that phrase, I've never seen myself represented. Now, how many times have they said that now? Uh, About two or three years of this. Uh, so by the time she says it, she knows it's bullshit. That's just yeah, what that's, you saw right, was that's her knowing it's bullshit. That's a really good point. She went into character. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, I yeah, it's because when I, most of the actresses that I knew in Hollywood, I mean, I would, I can't even think of an exception. We're all in with this shit. This is what they believed. They were, you know, everything is, is wrong and female underrepresentation. Like they were obsessed with it to the point where it was like, I couldn't even go to these classes anymore because it was just so heavy handed with all this shit and they wouldn't shut up about it. It was all the time. And it's like, I never engage, but it's exhausting. Just sit there and hear people woke and woke and woke. Ugh. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And Thundercats, how according, we do read, I do read the comments and I knew you were being sarcastic. I was oh, like, I knew that, that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but you know what I was wondering? You talk about how in Hollywood there were so many actors who were this all about the cause. How many of those actors were still acting when they said that? You know what I mean? Certainly some had to be. Certainly. You know what I mean? I get it. Everyone is about the cause. Everyone's yeah. about it. But it's like some people are just like, well, I, I just want to be an actor. This is what it takes. This is, this is the 100%. what it takes. So I'm going to be, you know, an activist. Because that's what it takes to be an actor as well. Yeah. And there's probably some people who are like legitimately narcissistic to the point where it's like they don't even necessarily have opinions about this. Like they don't even care. It's just mm-hmm. that this is what you have to say. It's like you have to have a you have to look a certain way, say a certain thing. OK, I'll do it. Like that's that's as long as I get my as long as I get to everybody to love me and I get my thing out of the world, then I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um. And like terrifying. I said, every now and again, you have a human moment. That was a human moment of this is all bullshit. That's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> I love that. I just love the little, little chin pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, it's funny. I saw, who was it? It was some fucking, it was just, you know how sometimes YouTube just puts little clips. God damn it. I can't think of the actress's name, but it was some actress reacting very like, what the fuck? During one of these really woke Hollywood speeches from a couple years ago, and they highlighted really? it. And I, yeah, not you know. I'm about to look through my history, see if I can fucking find it. All it's right, funny. that's funny. Yeah, I, I, well, I love those honest moments and stuff. Like, <sighs> I remember like Brian Cranston had a real honest moment when Trump got elected, and everybody was like rooting for him to fail. He's like, I don't like the guy, but I don't want the president to fail. If the president <laughs> fails, the country's going bad. That's not a good thing for anybody. I want him to do the best job possible. What's wrong with you? And then like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the other day he put out some shit like, "Oh, man, we, we shouldn't have these types of speech. There should be laws to restrict that." And blah 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 blah. But yeah, now he's like four or five years into the indoctrination. I actually, found it immediately because oh. 
apparently the last thing I had seen on YouTube. It was a uh, Winona Ryder. I don't even know who the fuck this is giving this speech, but they highlight her face. Let me. Uh, oh yeah, I can do the whole share. Yeah, thing. you can. Share screen. Yeah, you can. I want to see audio. this. It's a uh, Winona Ryder looking mildly confused for thirty-seven seconds. So this oh, is, this what is YouTube... Stranger Things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. Okay, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, Stranger that's that. uh, that's the commie guy who's like, yeah. yeah. Communism, yo, a lot of people don't understand it. It's like, no, 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 motherfucker, you don't understand it. <laughs> he admitted <laughs> plenty, it like two sentences later, too. That's so great. Yeah, plenty of people understand it just fine, which is why they don't want it. <laughs> just ask yeah. anyone who's ever lived in a communist regime. Uh, send your dildo, we'll let you know. It sucks. There you go. And and you know, shout out to the Whitfield report saying he's gonna steal Gina Carano for drunk for 3PO. I like seeing that sort of confidence and delusion. All right, let's go into a uh, Winona Ryder. Good for you. There you go. Big dick energy. But this is uh, Winona Ryder looking like, what the fuck as this guy rants. We're not alone. We are united in that we are all human beings and we are all together on this horrible, painful, joyous, exciting, <laughs> and mysterious ride that is being alive. I don't now, know if she's all, all on one. The Will, as per Chief Jim Hopper, punch some people in the face when they seek to destroy the leader. Uh, the look at them all just losing their minds. It's just how that's all just we hate Trump. We all hate him. We really hate him so much. He's so yeah. bad. We hate him. <laughs> it's just one of those things. But like her, some of her facial reactions to some of it was kind of funny. So yeah, it's funny. it reminded me drunk, of by the way. Yeah. She looked like she was on something drunk or uh, something else. Yeah. That is funny, though. It's just yeah. Like, wait, what are you saying? What? What are we? What? Are, and like, yeah, he really went to his pulpit, too. Yeah. Then they just. Once everyone starts cheering, she just starts cheering. It's like, okay, it's time to cheer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the cheer time. It's like that gif of um, what's uh, Kate Beckinsale's daughter who's just like, oh, am I supposed to clap now? And then just starts clapping. Did you ever see that yeah. one? I don't think I have. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I'll, I'll she, probably she, have and can't think of it. Because she was like, look, like she's like 14 or 15, and she was like drinking something. I was like, oh, and like, you know, like this kind of fear and just, yeah, oh, I'll clap now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that guy. What a shame that guy's such a tool. Because I really liked his portrayal of the sheriff in the uh, in that show, in the Stranger Things show. I was like, oh, this guy's—he's got this great, you know, energy to him. He seems like a real serious dude. And you're like, oh, you're just like. It was so disappointing being in L.A. and just meeting person after person who all had the exact same ideology, like to a T. Like you, I, I, you never met anyone, and if you did, it was so insanely rare. When you'd meet someone mm -hmm. who wasn't lockstep with it, you know, you're just like, oh, okay, don't fucking tell anyone, right? But we think differently, right? Oh my god, okay, like you know what I mean? You found like That's a found scary. It's scary, dude. It's real scary. And it was like, it was, uh, you know, essential dildo saying we we hate Trump but we love his tax breaks. Woo! <laughs> it's there true. you go. But it was like, dude, that was like a big fear when I started doing this YouTube channel because I wasn't completely I didn't know what I was doing. I don't know if I was still going to be an actor or what. So like mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't want to say any of this shit. I didn't want to say anything critical. I was just going to recommend good content because I had like a, a knowledgeable, like, you know, a lot of movie knowledge. So I'll just share obscure movies. That was like the first yeah. goal because it's like, yeah, I can't go on and say what I believe. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? They'll, they'll see it and I'll never work again. <laughs> like it's terrifying. That's really crazy. Like, 
And that's been normalized for, you know, a decade plus, decades plus in Hollywood. And these are the people that give us our entertainment. So what the fuck do we expect from Hollywood but a bunch of wokeness? Uh, But you know what? I know where you can get something that isn't woke. Where's that? It's the Patreon. Oh, shit, the Patreon. Yes. The Patreon. You can get something that isn't woke for $5 a month. Yeah, I know, Patreon plug. You weren't expecting it. We're halfway through. Time for a pay. Oh, now my alarm wants to w- do something. Well, thank you. Thank you for two hours being late, you asshole. Fuck off, alarm. Outside of that shit, you see it on the screen. I know we plug it all the time. You know something else we don't plug? The fact that you can see this channel on my... You can see this show on my channel because I, I, I sometimes forget. Oh, wait. What if they don't know? that They just think I show up every two weeks and don't realize... You can see this next week on uh, my channel. So please sub to my channel if you yes. want to see this next week. But if you want to see content that isn't on YouTube, if you want to see stuff, you know, see us talking a little bit realer, a little bit raw, a little bit more personal, please, please, please check out the Patreon. It's $5 a month. We do one episode a week, sometimes two if we miss one. So we got, what, 12 episodes we up now? a bonus episode because we were late. That's how yes. much we care. That's how much content we're giving you. How much your dollar will be valued $5 gets you access to all 12 episodes that are up. We just put a new one up there called Normies that we recorded last go. night. It's up. It's live. It's great. Uh, and like I said, I've said many times, you know, we got Biden's economy, right? Inflation's <laughs> driving money up through the roof. You don't have an extra $5. I understand. Times are tough. We have something for you, too. You can go over to the Patreon. You can see the first episode for free. Yes. Free. Go on over and see. Why Cynthia Ditto keeps uh, linking me to women with uh, uh, with husbands in prison. You can actually understand that joke if yep. you go watch the free episode. So please check out the Patreon. It's better money for value than Disney Plus. I guarantee you, unless you like Vespa Rangers and older, you know, no disrespect to, to the Boba Fett cast. I didn't realize how many of them were in their 50s and 60s. Shout out to them, but I didn't really mm-hmm. want to see Boba Fett. So if you want to see old Boba Fett, I guess, you know, Disney Plus is better. But if you want to see good content, $5 a month for the Patreon. It's absolutely appreciated. Thank you, Goma Kai. We need, I appreciate having more people in the crime squad. We're getting closer to that that double digit number, aren't we? We get closer to 10. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. And some of the members of the, yeah, and you get to be part of the crime squad. So, I mean, (laughs) that in and of itself is worth the $5, I would say. Absolutely. And Sensha Dildo is uh, protesting our plug. All you got to do is go support it, and then we'll, we won't have to plug as much, right? I mean, there you go. You know, it's all at five bucks. Five bucks. And uh, Killy Child, I actually do want to do to my alarm what uh, As did to Baby Yoda. Unfortunately, this is my phone, so I can't. What did As do to Baby Yoda? Didn't he destroy it? Ah. That's what I'm assuming. But I don't know what Maybe. the hell happened to my alarm. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> or like how Gary broke his monitor. <laughs> <laughs> did he yeah you didn't know that i didn't know i didn't <clears throat> it was so funny he was getting mad about the star wars thing and uh it was it was the it was the, i think it was the the resort experience mm. and how that we and it was like castings for the cast members like a, of the resort and it was like a twillick which i don't even know what the fuck a twillick is but i guess the twillick had like is you know for social justice or whatever was in the character description he goes a twillick a fucking twillick and he like Threw something or hit his monitor and it broke. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he broke the monitor. It was like 500 bucks or some shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Whoopsie. Yeah. 
Jesus. Ah, the Whitfield Report just joined. Hell. Yes. yes thank you, works. Whitfield. Yes. Thank you, Whitfield. Love you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Ad, content's good. Content's it's good. good. Content. And you won't know unless you support. So what you got to do? Um, all right. So I know you are, I think you're, you're relatively informed. I think you're more informed about a lot of things than I am because mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how you spend a lot of your free time, but I pretty much spend most of my free time just <laughs> listening to fucking podcasts and YouTube and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Really into that Chris Williamson guy recently. That guy's no relation. Great. No relation to the vigilante Williamson. No. Um, but he's, he puts out some good shit. I really like his angle. He's yeah, to you me, he, me to some of his stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's like an English kind of bro Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. like it. He's got like this like life philosophy, you know, like uh, lifestyle construction and talks about the dynamics. And he's he seems very well researched on his stuff. I love him. Um, why the hell did I bring him up? Oh, like yeah. People? I love him. Uh, but I was saying, <laughs> no, like you seem more worldly. So what? the fuck is going on with this russia thing it's all oh, i hear about shit. everywhere russia russia, ukraine russia, thing. russia i i only know a little bit that apparently they at least if i heard last like they have either soldiers going to the ukraine or are already there so i'm not uh honestly you know i i've only seen tangential and stuff because i don't really pay attention to the news i'm not that much uh better read on it or, or better informed on it than you. I just know that there's something between Russia and Ukraine and every week or so it seems like it's getting a little bit more testy. Yeah. So I don't really know. I remember hearing about this when Trump was in office. Like Russia believes Ukraine belongs to them or some shit like that. Like they, yeah, they, something they along those lines. recognize it as a sovereign nation. And so yeah. now like it's heating up on like the world stage. Like I don't think the U S has committed any troops or anything, but they like committing weapons and stuff to help fight. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that much what, I did here. What the fuck? I think England too. And it's like, what are we getting involved in this shit for man? Hell yeah. Cosmic fusion. There we go. One more patron. Yeah. Yes. yes! There Love we go. It. Thank you very much. Um, just Josh says uh, they basically just claim two chunks of Ukraine. Oof. Hmm. So, hmm. man, that's that's pretty crazy, man. Wars and rumors of wars. There's because I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of that stuff happening. I mean, last a couple years ago, there was a similar thing in China where they they had some in- issues with uh, India Sorry. over the border. Just, Go ahead. Did me to laugh. Just such a dumb. It's all a distraction. They want you to look away while they're making you gay. <laughs> There's something they, to that, man. Are they putting the the gay beam out? Oh, I man, they're all the the gay beam is always out, man. It's it true. is always it really out is. at all times. It really, really is, man. It's a we live in a weird, weird time, dude. Like I was like last week, and that's still in my fucking dashboard. Is that guy girl thing? Mm. on your channel dashboard that give like the celebrate your fans with hashtag love notes and it's like that thing you're like ah why is that here man like why is that in my youtube dashboard i don't think i need that yeah man that's you talk about that i've been trying to there's this fucking commercial that comes up for safer internet day i mentioned this the last time you mentioned it but there's this guy girl thing that looks like an alien like and I'm not exaggerating because there's like this extra thing they did with their eyes, and it's fucking nightmare field. I'm trying to find it so you guys can see it, but I don't know what the hell 
I'm not listen. I'm not trying. To, I, I know I already probably got heat with the um, LGBTQ community for earlier in the show, making fun of the, the one guy. But I don't know what it is with the 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 extra stuff with the guy girl stuff. Like, okay, I'm a, you know, whatever gender you prefer. I don't know. Just please, don't don't. You know, I have a family. But like, but then they have you know extra stuff to make it look even more extra. I'll use because again, I have a family. I don't want to get like chastised and destroyed attacked but attacked berated and i can't find the damn clip um but yeah i don't really get the guy girl thing is is nightmare fuel i'm sorry i said it. i dude this is an amazing tweet let me see if i can find it real quick it was from i think it was a tweet if she's allowed to be on twitter but it was from uh jk rowling mm-hmm. let me see if i can find it oh it's so hard to Oh man, I don't remember where I was. Speaking of J.K. Rowling, uh, you find it? No, go ahead. Well, there's this. I saw a tweet because I'm, you know, I'm randomly on Twitter. If you ever contacted me on Twitter, you would know. I rarely check it. Uh, but one of the times I checked it, I saw this weird tweet, and I, I couldn't tell you if it was from what corporate entity had. I think it was the New York Times, and somebody retweeted it and showed it. But it was like, um, imagine if the Harry Potter author didn't exist or something like that. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Because it was anti J.K. Rowling, and it was supposed to be like imagining a better world or something. Uh, and it's like, oh, imagine if J.K. Rowling didn't exist. It's like, oh my uh, god, uh, uh, get out of here, guys! Stop, just and, fucking stop, dude. And and so many people go lockstep with that. Like it was, like one of like that. I talk about my former friend back in L.A. But well, once he started dating that white girl, he got mad woke, which is just like it's a damn shame. But uh, he. He would uh, he would say that shit about like J.K. Rowling. Like he would, y'all, you know, she's now she fucked up saying all that transphobic shit. I'm like, did you even hear what the fuck she said, dude? Like, I don't remember what she said. It's not women are women. That's it. Like she was just saying, like basically, she was saying, like I mean, it was mad feminist, but she was saying, like uh, essentially, it was like, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I I'm all for the trans community, blah blah blah, but I do think women who are biologically women face different struggles and this challenges and so on and so forth. And they were just like, what'd you say? Oh my God. They, yeah. they lost their fucking mind. And I found the tweet. Uh, this I, I saw this up and I'm like, there's no way that that could be real. But I guess she goes, uh, yes, but now, now hundreds of trans activists have threatened to beat rape, assassinate and bomb me. I've realized that this movement poses no risk to women whatsoever. <laughs> like based. That's pretty funny. Yeah, dude. Um, man, but they really do hate her. That's yeah. really insane. First, a shout to the Whitfield Report. He's 15 subscribers away from 900, a number I'll never Hell. see. Um, <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> sub to Whitfield. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Especially, though, please sub to Whitfield Report. Let's, yes, get, let's get someone. Let's have someone have that dream of 1,000. One day in 2055, maybe I'll, I'll be there, too. Oh, yeah. come on now. We need more positivity out of you, buddy. No, I'm, I, but that's actually at this point, it's my fault. It's 100% my fault because I don't have enough time to do shit. So my channel's kind of like a couple streams a week, which isn't enough. So it is my own fault. But with your reports active, sub to him. Please get him to 900. He just joined the crime squad, for goodness sake. Hell yeah, he and, did. Hell. So if you're not sub to the Whitfield report, please do. Let's get it's enough people in the chat to do it. So You're five do. away from seven hundred. Uh, well, there's a caveat. 
about that. I haven't really talked about it, but like I've um a lot of subs aren't quite um Legitimate. subs for real. Yeah. Did you pay and it's my own for subs? Huh? Did you pay someone for subs? Yes, I did. Oh, oh no! Nice. I, just, I, I was. I didn't want to just. I. I. Because I'm not connected. Because I don't want to like snitch. Because it's kind of like a you're not supposed to think. But yeah, basically. So Shit. and actually, they were showing up, and everyone thought they were bots. And I'm like, oh, they're not bots. They're oh, subs. Yeah. Oh man. I went to the dark side. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Forgive me for I have simped. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the numerology. I'm not a numerology expert. I just know of it. Just know what the conspiracy theorists on my phone screen tell me. <laughs> I don't even. I don't know anything about it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All jokes aside, please sub to the Whitfield. Let's get let's get him over nine hundred. Hail, 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 hail. Uh, there was another. Oh yeah, there was another story. So this is about uh Tom Hardy. I don't know if you heard about this, but this. No, I, guess... I didn't. All right, so let's uh, the Daily Mail. Oh my God, all these ads is exhausting. Uh, all right, so I just saw this today, right before the show did. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> the pressure was overwhelming. I was oh oh, I was in over my head. Tom Hardy addresses Charlize Theron's claim she was scared shitless and demanded protection from him while filming Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> what? Theron, uh, yeah, they had a tense relationship due to their different acting styles. Uh, Theron reportedly called Hardy a fucking, I guess it's supposed to be cunt, after he left her waiting (laughs) on set. Uh, The actress also requested on-set protection after she felt threatened. Uh, What? Yeah, this is what she's saying. So was in over his head. Like, what was he? Was he, like, doing the I'm always in character character thing? Well, that's what I was. <clears throat> so I was thinking maybe you know that might be part of it, like that method thing. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, helming a major motion picture is a lot of responsibility. I mean, that is huge. Like, if you're the actor of a giant movie like that, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of pressure. You have to deliver. You have to be the leader. You have to be the best. You have to be on every second of every day. You can't have a, an off moment. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're you know filming days are long days, dude. They're, 12 hour days every day at least 12 hours yeah like, sometimes you know, longer sometimes yeah. longer very few breaks you know very i mean there's lots of breaks in the action but very like it's not like you get many days off yeah um you know a lot of times actors basically i mean you're just sitting around waiting for camera to set up but you you know you're still is it's a lot of pressure uh and so i can't imagine being the helm of a major motion picture like that i don't think that means you could then be aggressive with women but <laughs> ironically enough on fury road which is kind of like the proto feminist proto woke film you know what i mean it's yeah one of those films that look back and say oh man there was a lot of a lot of stuff here yeah i was kind of hip to it when it happened like i remember thinking like oh but here we go well not me as i mentioned yesterday about being like that was around the same time the force awakens i was like oh yay stuff stuff was cool cool chasing yeah because yeah, it kind of i mean it really is just more like a music video than a movie yeah it was not even that much dialogue in the movie no I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't really love it anyway. I was like, oh, that was cool. That was fun. Man, I clapped yeah. my hand like a seal. Cool chasing, yay. I mean, it was. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't know. To me, it's like, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, if it's not good, like, I, I mean, 
it's kind of you know i mean like the third mad max is so bad that it's like yeah the franchise is kind of tainted anyway and then you know this one sucks too like all right whatever i mean <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah to me it's just all about the second one but uh anyway yeah. tom hardy has responded to reports that charlie's theron felt threatened by his behavior on set of mad max fury road the pair worked together on the 2015 movie but had such an explosive relationship on set that they were often involved in intense shouting matches with theron calling hardy a fucking cunt after he made her way on set for hours Mm. That, that I mean, that's a selfish thing to do, dude. It, it, and not even just her. Like you're holding up the entire production. Yeah, which is, that's money. That's thousands of dollars an hour. You know, probably tens of thousands of dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Everybody's time. Everyone's working. You're on a schedule. It's hard to do. Everyone's doing their best, and you're just like, oh, I'm not feeling it. I mean, if that's what the case was, it's just like, you, yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Are you crazy? Let's go. We need you. This is this is your dream, and your dream comes with certain responsibilities. So get on set, act, actor boy. Yes, um, like yeah, I can imagine with all the all the equipment and shit. I have a very small rig, and it called and it's like all this little stupid shit. Those big 300,000 cameras that you either own or rent, and then all the motherfucking people who who have like lighting and all the stupid crazy responsibilities that you don't think about on the set, and have them all waiting for some pretentious actor so he can like do mushrooms and fill it. I would want to like choke the guy to death. I'll be honest. Yeah, you got, I mean, it's a professional thing. I understand it's tough, but it's like, you can't make a production wait for you. Like, I mean, I don't know the story. So all of this is just her, what she's saying. We have no idea what happened. Maybe he was sick. Maybe his mother had cancer. We, I have no yeah. idea what's go, what's actually going on, but it doesn't sound good. Um, Theron, 46, also had a female producer to be with her at all times as protection as she was scared shitless by the aggressive, by aggressive Hardy, uh, according oh. to New York Times columnist. Something, something. Addressing the tension, Hardy admitted to Buchanan, in hindsight, I was in over my head in many ways. The pressure on both of us was overwhelming at times. What she needed was a better, perhaps more experienced partner in me. That's something I that can't be faked. I'd like to think now that I'm older and uglier, I could rise to the occasion. Well, he's not denying mm. it. Oh, man. This is, uh, that's pretty crazy, honestly. I, like, what the fuck was he doing on set? Is I don't praying know. to Moloch in his, his trailer? Like, what are you doing? Like, get the fuck out of there. Like, what are you? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Home? Like, that's just what I mean. Yeah, it's like it's weird. He's not saying anything against what she said, like not denying it, not like con- contextualizing it. It's just like, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I was being a dick. It's like, what? Yeah. Wait, Kanye already broke up with Julia Fox. <laughs> okay. What? I'm sorry. I got to zoom this. I can't see the chat. I just see it on the side. It just says Kanye West X Julia Fox. I was like, didn't they just get together? I mean, I can barely pay attention to this shit, but this is what, this is what happens when you go to mainstream media. You get nonsense. Yeah. Um, Hardy starred as the title character who was played by Mel Gang. Yeah, we know. Uh, while Theron starred as newcomer and Fiorosia, blah, 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 except for the excerpt. Blah, blah, blah. Natasha Hopkins recounted how Theron didn't want to waste time on set as she was a new mother at the time was balancing her role parenting. But camera operator Mike Golnick recalled how Hardy was often late for the start of shooting. He recounted one day when Theron was on set at 8 o'clock sharp and got her makeup and costume set up before getting into the film's war rig. However, despite producers making a special request for Hardy to show up on time, it would be hours before he arrived. Gets to nine o'clock, still no time. Charlie's, uh, do you want to get out of the war rig and walk around, or do you want to? She's like, no, I'm going to stay here. She was really just going to make a point. She didn't go to the bathroom, didn't do anything. She just sat in the war rig. Finally, after after Hardy finally arrived after 11 a.m., so three hours, 
while Theron remained in the vehicle the entire time. She jumps out of the war rig and starts swearing her head off at him, saying, find the fucking cunt $100,000 for every minute that he's held up this crew. How disrespectful are you? Look, she's not wrong, man. Yeah. She is not wrong. If you just have it. I know I was just late, so I shouldn't talk shit, but like. Yeah, but I mean, the show went on. It it wasn't like, you know what I mean? It cost us $100,000. Yeah, I mean, I was still able to do the show, you know, quality had been questionable but it was it was off and running <laughs> and it didn't cost anybody any money this is yeah. like a huge deal and there's so much that goes into it and timing and also the light like the sunlight matters oh when yeah you're tr- trying to match continuity and when you're supposed to be shooting and stuff like that you get different shadows at different times in the day it's like it's very meticulously planned out and this guy's just like i don't know too scared or whatever the hell it's she's right yeah she is and he says that going like she was right, full rant. She screams it out. It's so loud. It's so windy. He might have heard some of it, but he charged her up and went, What did you say to me? Wow. <laughs> oh shit. The camera operator said Hardy seemed quite aggressive and that his co-star felt really threatened. That was a turning point because then she said, I want someone as protection. She then had a producer that was assigned to be with her at all times, he explained. Wow. Mm, this is pretty crazy. This is pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of thought it'd be like overblown or something like that, but no, I'm like 100% on her side right now. I kind of I am too. Yeah, man. Like like I said, these sets, and, and it's funny, Dildo making fun of the small rig comment, whatever. Man. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, because these <clears throat> these things are so expensive to film, You, I'm sure she wasn't the only one who felt that way on that set. You know what I mean? Waiting three or four hours for this guy, especially if that's a regular occurrence. Yeah, every like, fucking they made time. a special request for him to show up on time. Like, what? what? It's not. Yeah. What are you talking about? And uh, Cold Iris says, so he's being an actor. What's the story? It's like, well, she's an actor. She showed up. Why can't yeah. he? You know what I mean? And look, a lot of actors are super professional and have respect for the crew. Like Robert Downey Jr. is famous for that. Like I met yeah. a guy in L.A. who worked with him and he had like this. uh like a, I think it was like a lighter or like a keychain, but it was an Iron Man head. Like it was nice. It was cast in metal. It was a really mm-hmm. nice. And he gave it to everyone who worked on the film, catering and everything. Everybody who worked on the movie got a That's little cool. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it's it's hard, man. And it's like a lot of people are working. These are jobs like it's not just all fun and make believe like you're lifting cables and moving lights and it's like unloading trucks. It's work. And it's like, you know. Not to say that your job isn't hard as an actor, but it's like you kind of have the floofy position and you're the highest paid by far. So show mm-hmm. up, man. Show up on time. Show some fucking respect to the crew. I, I'm 100% with her. That's, that's not cool. Yeah. Again, these are massive crews, especially for something like this. Yeah. I mean, you see how, like the, the practical effects of that. The crews must have been humongous. Yeah, because there's not a lot of at least noticeable CG in that movie. A lot of it's all, you know. Yeah, I mean, you like can see this clearly some here because, like, the glove and yeah. the green screen in the background. But, no, I mean, they did a lot of practical stuff. Yeah. Which is dangerous, and that means you actually have extra safety people. A lot of, like, yeah, no, this is not cool. Um, I got to, it got to the place where it was kind of out of hand, and there was a sense that maybe sending a woman producer down could maybe equalize some of it because I didn't feel safe, Theron expect, uh, explained. I kind of put my foot down. Oh, oh. CIA doesn't want us talking about Mad Max. What just happened? Was it just overwhelmed my computer with all the ads? Probably. That's weird. That was really weird. Um, okay. She, oh, wait, no. 
Uh, I kind of put my foot down. Director George Miller then said, well, okay, if Denise comes, he was open to it. And that kind of made me breathe a little because it felt like I would have, I would have, would have another woman understanding what I was up against. She continued. However, she noted that when I was on this set, I still felt pretty naked and alone as the producer, Dennis Denavi was forced to stay in the production office and wasn't allowed on the set on the orders of the producer, Doug Mitchell. Kelly Marshall, a screenwriter and friend of Hardy's, uh, called Mitchell a bulldog. So what? What was going on with I, the producers? I have no idea. That's that's all. Sounds like set politics. Man, I wonder if are we gonna hear uh, a fucking um? Because you know how Drinker has that like uh, what was it, Island of Doctor Monroe or whatever oh, the hell it is. Uh, production hell. Yeah, production hell. Is there gonna be like a production hell on this Mad Max, and we find out even more stuff? Like, is this the? Uh, Canary in a coal mine for how much of a craziness uh, that this movie was to get made. Yeah, uh, Coldera says uh, sequel will be you mad, Max. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Central um, uh, says, "Oh, Bish, please, like he's going to do something to you on set." I mean, she's probably more making a point than anything. I don't think yeah. I, she probably didn't really feel that vulnerable. I mean, she's a movie like it's, you know, but she's bringing a bit dramatic in that. But yeah, but yeah. she's probably just so fed up with this motherfucker. Like she has to make a stink somehow. Like he's holding up the pretty. You know, it's, it's her time, too. You know what I mean? Like she said, she's got like a kid, like a new kid. So she either wants to FaceTime with him or be there if he's around or whatever the hell her obligations are. She didn't schedule yeah. in waiting for this prima donna to get enough balls to show up. Yeah, like I said, it's, you know, three hours, and this they have to make a special request. So this is something every day. Um, and I mean, it's something to being alone and exposed. Yeah, it's, it's a bit cringe. She is talking, you know, it is I mean, it's, it's a very female thing. It's like, I, I feel like, you know, their feelings are the most important thing in the world. So she felt, you know, so that matters, I guess. It's still so vulnerable. Yeah. But I mean, you know, still, like, it's, I, I, I'm so far, I'm with her. I'm with yeah, her. like it's it's very tiring to do that job. It's like it's it's a lot of people working hard, a lot of money, and you know you're you're being a fucking diva. Show up, bitch. Get out of your trailer, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I want to know what else is there to this. Like, is there more? Oh, let's see. It, let's see. Uh, is there more to it? Like, is there like a like I said, a production hell? Is this was this just one of those? Movies that was just a nightmare to be made because it's it's weird that that was even being tolerated by everyone else. I get I get that Tom Hardy is a star, but I almost feel like as far as starring roles at this point, all he had was Bane, right? Yeah, I think this big... this was his ascension into being a big star. This was a yeah. huge break for him. Yeah, so you would think there's like, hey man, you're just a guy from the Batman movie. Could you get the fuck out the trailer and just show up? You know, like what's going on? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, even uh, even if you are a big, doesn't matter. Get on set. Jarlie's is there. You're not. Yeah. Show yeah. up, motherfucker. Uh, said Marcel. Also said the fight between the lead actors came from a really intense, intense period in an intense, intense place. Though she claimed that family was made there and family loves and hates each other. She explained that Hardy was very physical and all over the place and would try different things, whereas Theron was cerebral and very consistent in the way she approaches a character. They're both powerhouses, but in very different ways of working, which is weirdly why the film works. It's all pouring out on screen. I mean, that's just been, that's all just PR. Yeah. 
In hindsight, Theron thought it would have been smart for us to bring. Okay, you understand the needs of a director, blah blah. All right, so I think that's pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah, because then she's gonna get into it. Like you know, it is a big cringe in Hollywood. I need a female is vulnerable. Like all right, get it. I'm just trying to see that, like somebody like punch someone or break something or set someone on fire. I don't see uh, that. It said uh, so. Golnick noted that he was a different person by the end. He said he and Theron appeared to warm up to each other uh, after shooting scenes later in the production. He said that Hardy was a lot easier to deal with, a lot more cooperative, more compassionate. Uh, and he's such a method actor that I think he took the arc in a literal sense. Huh, dude? Like I heard like Judy Dench like scoff at the idea of being in character all the time. Like just kind of be like, that, I don't know what that's all about. Like. Yeah, because it, it seems pretty crazy. As you said, like a lot of it, it uh, uh, a lot of a day of shooting is standing around and doing stuff and like not doing stuff, I should say. Yeah, for so the like, actors, for sure. I mean, for the actors, you, so you sit and holding most of the time. To, yeah, that's my thing to be sitting there just stewing as a as a insane character or whatever it is for hours in just for a few, you know, whatever of shooting seems insane. I can understand like maybe an hour before and after shooting, you know, like you just kind of want to be left alone. You want to be in your own zone yeah. and like psych yourself up into the thing and like try to remember where the character's at right before the thing and like build yourself into that. So that when you show up on set, you're just explosive and you're there. I get that. But like if you're torturing people with your process, it's like, I mean, dude, like gross, you know, like that's self-indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. call me by my name. Call me by my character's name. Like, fuck you. Yeah, that's, that's too much. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just pretty, pretty lame. Uh, Gomer Kyle asked if I was a method actor. I trained in method. That was the first, like, thing. I, I, I didn't believe in it, though. I thought it was pretentious as hell. Like, the, the exercises they would have us do, man. It would be, you'd be, they would be, you'd sit in, like, first of all, you always had to do, like, these breath work. You'd be like, uh... Yeah. You'd have to like feel your breath and make these sounds associated with it. And then people will be like, ah, ah. it's what? so lame, dude. If you watch, if you witness this, you'd be hard. It's so much cringe. But what some of the activities they would do is you'd have to close your eyes and imagine you had a cup of hot tea. What does it feel okay. like? Can you smell it? Really focus on And it was like you were supposed to have this manifest, like a really have the experience so that you could portray it or something. It, it was so floofy and pretentious. I never believed in it. And the best actors I saw never did anything like that. That just seems ridiculous. Like, I I could not have been an actor because I would have, like, done that day one or two and said, yeah, I'm, I'm done. It's so lame. So much of this. Like, some of it has value. Like, there's a breath, like, breath work. There's really weird exercises, but they do actually affect your instrument it's what they call your body when you're an actor is your instrument uh yeah. but they it does like there is something about holding tightness in your stomach or something when you're speaking it kind of like keeps your voice down or like because it, it is weird you are mimicking human behavior it's not real obviously yeah you yeah. know so it some weird things happen with your anxiety that kind of like force your voice to come up like kind of high. And like, it's not, it's not like it, some of that stuff actually has a valid thing, 
but a lot of it's just utterly pretentious and it's just done with such deadly seriousness that it's uh it's so gay <laughs> yeah i get the breath stuff because that is like an anxiety like almost meditation type thing where you gotta get people to chill out but shout out to the chat you guys say we don't read you shout out to code arrow and meth head actor and then godzillionaire <laughs> went hip-hop which I, I appreciate method matt and the williamson tank clan and uh, uh yeah shout out to method matt. and close your eyes and imagine you have a personality <laughs> i mean that's kind of it you know it's just sort of I don't know. And it's so, oh, there's so much douchey stuff that goes on in the world of acting. Like I remember you would just see like actors, like just performing emotions, like just to do it, like just to like, not to tell a story, not to like invite, just so they could show you their emotion. Like, it's so gay. Like, it's just, what are you, what is this? Like, it, and it, the teachers like, that was great. Really good work. I'm like, it wasn't good work. That was terrible. That was self-indulgent shit. What am I sitting through? I, see, I, I guess, you know, I never really thought about that, like, acting. I mean, I, you know, you, you do imagine it's hard, you, you know, or whatever to be a really good actor, and you can tell when you get bad acting. But I've never really thought along the process that it takes to become an actor and the training and stuff and how kind of, like, like, you're, you're mentioning, I'm like, this stuff sounds insane. I'm not saying it doesn't add up to good acting but it's just like what like what is this that's how i felt when i showed up to acting school i'm like this is what we're doing like i'm like how does any of this translate to a honestly telling a story with a human how does that get there and you don't know so you just kind of go along with it but like in retrospect i'm like no and the best acting school i ever went to we didn't do any of this yeah didn't touch any of it. None of the, I mean, you could, you know, they were offered like breath work classes and stuff as separate workshops if you wanted to go do that, but it wasn't part of the fundamental thing. And I saw brilliant acting all the time. I saw acting and stuff that brought me to tears in acting classes. Like it, oh, wow. there was tremendous work being done and nobody was like sitting outside. <laughs> like there was none of that. Like, so how come they were able to access it without any of that bullshit? Yeah, and then uh, when you're talking about the crazy breath, like I can again magic control your breathing. I think even with uh, doing broadcasts, and they mentioned it. I mean, we didn't. I went to a shitty community college, so it wasn't like we we're going to get the experts. Experts, but they mentioned you want to like control the way you breathe. There were some techniques that I forgot about, like uh, making sure you can complete a sentence without fading out at the end and shit mm-hmm. like that. And I forgot all of it. If I'm doing it, it's all an accident. But there were things that, okay, you need to be conscious of your breath when you're talking about talking. I do understand that. But some of the weird shit is like, I don't get it. Gomer Kyle saying, I was saying that to see if I could get any pointers. I mean, the most important thing in acting is, is understanding exactly where your character is coming from at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Like doing the book work to know where he is on that line, how he feels about the other line coming at him, like what his motivations are to be even being there. Like that's the most important stuff is the work, the hard work that you have to just put in to study the shit out of that text and do it over and over and try different angles on it. Like we used to do this thing called uh, bad acting exercises and you would just kind of take like a really broad character, like howdy, I'm from the South. And then you would do like the lines like that. And because you're not taking it any kind of serious, 
seriously, suddenly the point of view would just appear because you're just trusting your instincts and you're just doing it naturally, like make believe. It's why kids are such unbelievable actors because they just don't, they're not, they don't have to pretend that they are, they get so right there. It's so accessible. So you try different shit like that, but it's really what I found was the most important thing was just knowing your character, knowing the, the moment, knowing their point of view on it, you know? And uh, yeah, that's that would be my advice is put the fucking time in. I mean, Anthony Hopkins reads his script like 200 times or something like that before he performs them. Yeah, actually, you mentioned Robert Downey. I think he does something like he, if I remember correctly, like reads it forwards and backwards till he remembers every line. And everyone else's lines. Yeah, every else's line, not just his own, just every line in the entire script. It's a good tool to have because nothing worse than like, realizing once you're on set that you are not prepared for this it's so it's so embarrassing and you just then you lose your confidence and it's hard to do the work right yeah i had so many things where i figured it out after i shot it like fuck oh man did you show up unprepared before like oh man yeah i mean all the time because a lot of times you don't have the time to prepare sometimes you get the job and have to be there tomorrow like it's not yeah there's not always a lot of time to do all the work you know it's that's i mean they talk about that with acting all the time i mean it's like you really like with a theater production you have months of rehearsals mm. and all this you know time to really get into the character and like explore it and you'll and a lot of that hard work will come out of just doing it over and over like the, you don't have to go and do the work it's just you know the, repetition yeah that and so it just naturally will come out but in uh film and television it moves so fast you don't really have all that luxury time so you need to put the work in and you know, yeah, sometimes I would fucking show up and not do a good job. I mean, we saw some of my work. <laughs> Wasn't all fucking brilliant. Yeah, no no Oscars. No Oscars for you. Uh, and, and actually, maybe publishers for Gomer. I, I saw this comment as well. I guess you were uh, writing for Black and White Sports Entertainment. Uh, congrats, oh, cool. Gomer. Congrats, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to and, go. Uh, hey, tell them about, I don't know if you saw my uh, Sports or Rig stream. Check it out if you haven't. I think you were there. So I'm pretty sure you saw some of it. But, um, let them know about that. Let them know that there's people who think sports are rigged. Yeah, cool. are you uh, are you on Twitter, Gomer Kyle? Because I'll I'll follow you to see those articles so we can talk about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, you know. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to do a sports channel at some point this year. I would like to talk more about those sports things because I think there's a lot of. I mean, I, I, we focus so much on wokeness. There's still some of that there, but there's just a lot of interesting stuff that happens in sports. Um, yeah, I, I saw that that dude um, that we were supposed to have on started following me on uh, on YouTube, like so subscribed. Oh, cool. So I was cool, like, cool, all cool. right, cool. Like maybe we can talk to him one day. Yeah, yeah, I would love to talk to him. I would love to talk to him. And like I said, it's, sports still has an interesting thing. I do do. I do think it's rigged, but it's still. I mean, there's still a lot of interesting uh, stories and stuff that comes off of it. I still watch parts of it. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, I still watch it. Like I, I get into it. It's like. You know, there is like that kind of weird cynicism, but I don't know. Is it that big of a deal anyway? Sports as a whole to me has like fallen off the past few years anyway. That's why it's so easy to believe it's rigged. Like, I'm not as invested as I was five, six, seven, ten years ago. We talked about that on the Patreon, soft plug for that. Uh, we were talking about, you know, what was that? Clueless Anti Football Pussies, uh, <laughs> volume one and two. Check out both episodes, uh, newly crime squad members. Uh, but we're talking about, yeah, sports used to be this big deal and it's just not anymore. Yeah, I think like for my father's generation, if he found out sports was rigged, it would be very devastating to him because he's like a real, you know, he's still a big sports fan. Not as much anymore. I mean, I don't really think most people are as into it as when, you know, just no. 10 years ago or so. 
Um, but like, yeah, I, I'm the because I remember all all my father's friends and like all they're all so into sports. And like when I was a kid, like I was kind of into it, but not like that that into it. But they were, I mean, all of them. Like they, you know, it's all they talk about. It's like that's that's their that's their pastime is watching yeah. sports. That was a, that's like that was a huge part of like male bonding for like a hundred years. Yeah, sports. Yeah, so like if it like I, I don't even think a lot of those guys want to even entertain the thought that it might be rigged because it's like so much of your life then was spent you know worshiping this fake thing. Yeah, yeah, that would hurt. That, that would, would hurt. that would that would break your that would break your spirits. You know what I mean? That's why I think so many people are like against the idea. I mean. I don't go to the eyes wide shut parties. I don't know how rigged it is, but man, there's too much money at stake for it to just be completely above board. As we, I mean, nothing we, if you've learned nothing the past five or 10 years, it's nothing that you thought was what it was, is what it was. I didn't think you, there's no way you could have convinced, you know, 10 years ago, me that there was some massive conspiracy with all movies to, to create agendas. I would have seen different agendas and shit, but like, I, I couldn't imagine what we have with this wokeness and, and everything else and these whisper networks and, and these clicks and all this stuff to create all these fucking agendas about uh, race and gender and everything else until I experienced it. Until I'm like, no, this is absolutely a real thing. This is absolutely something these these mega corporations and all the underlings are doing. This is real. You know what I mean? You have to kind of yeah. see that. And I, and I think, you know, sports are almost, for me, it's like 2018 or whatever. Like, something's up. I don't know what it is, but something's up. And then when I found that guy's channel and a bunch of other channels, started doing my own research while I put together my stream. Please check out my stream. No right. one watches my stuff. And sub to Sam while we're talking about subbing to people. So, kinda... You were talking... Sorry, you, you were touching on something really interesting there that I was like, no, that's a great point. Like, because I don't think I was 100% blackpilled on it until, uh, until, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll follow you for sure, dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll check you out, of course. Um, but I don't think, like, it, it's relatively recent, you know, within mm -hmm. the past year or so, like, even during all this terrible shit, like, as I was reviewing The Mandalorian, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like it, but I was like, there's enough here. To maintain interest and like when wandavision came out like i was like yo this is good like this is the first a really few episodes were really good creative i was like this is like david lynch like this yeah is really, like i can't believe how uh artistically ex exploratory this is and then it just all turned into be the same shit and so it's like somewhere along and that i we were watching wandavision right when i moved to austin so that hasn't even been a year yeah and like so so, so it's somewhere over the past like year six months where i was just like i have no more hope for it like i have mm -hmm. given up i they have made it way too clear that there's a unified agenda like it was kind of similar to my time in hollywood where like i just would kind of keep hoping that i would find someone who wasn't completely cooked but it mm -hmm. was like you know only until just years and years and looking back where you're like oh no it was just it was it was either everybody or people who were way too afraid to you know contradict it and be any different it's just like, oof, you know, it's like, wow. I mean, so it takes time. And I guess maybe I'm I'm there and I'm like, why aren't you? You know, like mm -hmm. and it, it it still does sound crazy if you didn't have so much evidence to support it. Yeah. And I think we got to be conscious how crazy it sounds because we're so deep into it. And we, we're doing this all the time, especially us 
me and you in particular, but even you guys in the chat, you know, you guys watch, you're going to watch this. You're going to watch a bunch of other creators that are more popular and talented than us. Yeah. Uh, you're going to watch, you know, you know, you're going to watch if. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna watch Gary, your ass, your drinker, whatever you know you, you, you fancy your doomcock. I know I'm I'm a little low on the doomcock thing, but I still like him. But you know, whatever it is you fancy, you're gonna watch that. You're gonna probably maybe check out an article or two on bounding, and you're gonna understand what's going on. And you know, your cousins, friends, neighbors, if they, you know, some of them may get some of it, but if you told them the whole thing, they'll be like, Oh man, this person's a, a tenfold hat, crazy person. You know what I mean? Yeah, you um, have to you have to like unravel it like one bit at a time. You can't give them the entire scope of it because it's it's too much to believe. It's like you're just like, what? I mean, that sounds insane, man. Like, and then even if you prove it, like there's still too much cognitive dissonance because of how crazy that is. Like you have to kind of slowly like you know, give them this to think about. You know, just think yeah. about that. And then and then, you know, one little more thing on top of it. They, but you can't just give them the whole story all at once because they just won't hear you. No, no, and I mean, because it does. It, this shit sounds crazy, but it's true. And other there's a, and that's that's kind of been like a, a new wrinkle on my channel. And what I want to do, like I want to show you, and even here too, like it, other things are just as crazy. There are a bunch of stuff in the world that you you wouldn't have thought of, or sometimes I wouldn't have even thought of. And then you're like, oh, this is really insane. There's a whole thing about it. There's a whole quote unquote conspiracy about it. Because this is and, a conspiracy, and it's but it's true. Yeah, man, and that I like the most solidifying thing for me was reading that cynical theories book. That was the yeah. one where I really got it, because it was so mesmerizing when you're in Los Angeles and like I would meet people who didn't know each other who were saying the exact, I mean, word for word, the exact same point with no spin on it at all, mm. no personal lens, not even a personal interpretation. Like like they were programmed. That's why that NPC meme was so powerful because I was like, that's exactly right. Like, it's weird. They just have these like set things that they just regurgitate and they all do it. And it's so fucking bizarre. But once I understood that it was a unified like programming thing, like, you know, the education was designed by that and has all these foundations. And, you know, oh, that all makes sense. That mm -hmm. I understand. It's still scary, though. It's they still all, scary. Still scary. Even more scary is is how like uh, powerful they're becoming. Mm -hmm. You know how it's it's they've entrenched themselves in government and large corporations. These like you know diversity. What do they call them? The diversity coordinator or whatever. The yeah, diversity. Is. Yeah. What type of job is that? <sighs> made up one. It's a made up one, but when you really think about it, it's actually like incredibly racist. Like incredibly, incredibly. racist. To, and, and you're the position that decides how much of what race you hire. Mm -hmm. And listen, the idea of diversity hiring is not new. I mean, me and we used to joke about the shit all the time. Every time you saw like a Walmart or a McDonald's commercial, they show a black person. Like, oh, yeah, that's all you want us to work at. Um, but like, it's very like, that just seems unnerving. Like I joke and say, oh, yeah, I wish I could get $100,000 to do that. But I would really feel like I have to decide based upon like racial and sexuality and sexual backgrounds who to hire that seems crazy as shit it is crazy as shit dude like and it's it's weird because it's not like it's it's not even like all right let's just make sure we're interviewing more viable candidates it's like no 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 if you're not hiring them then there's hire. a problem hire 
And th- what is that? Say- There's two things. What is that saying about my the job I'm hiring for? Either A, I'm going to be tossing, you know, motherfuckers in the fire of something that's incredibly difficult for them to do, or B, the job I'm hiring for ain't really shit and any old jackass can do it. So that's why we, so either way, what the fuck is that saying about the company? Either I'm, I'm willing to put people in positions to fail or there are no positions to fail because this is a, a cushy, dumbass job that any trained, you know, I was about to say trained monkey, but I don't want to get uh, <laughs> yeah. don't make it any trade jackass could do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird, man. And like those, those diversity coordinators or whatever the fuck they have a name. I can't think of it, but like, yeah. What are they going to look at the company and be like, nah, nah, I, I don't need to have a job here. This is this company is actually perfectly diverse. It's fine. Like, no, of course not. Like they're going to find all the problems because they need to justify their existence. Yeah. Oh, man, I was about to make a joke. And then I thought, wait, they might. I was like, what does the NBA have a diversity coordinator? I'm like, wait, they're all straight. That's not diverse. And it's like, oh, my God. Because that's another thing. No matter how diverse naturally your job is, it can always get another level. Everybody well, here is uh, oh, uh yeah. is non-white. Well, too many straight people. Everyone here is non-white and gay. Too many ableist people. <laughs> That's exactly Seriously. right. You never stop. We'll find another, or not enough trans. They're gay, but they, they still got the same package they were built with. You, you got to right. switch that out. You're right. That's exactly how they view it. And it, it, it never ends. It they're, 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 will never stop until society is destroyed. It's, so it's all crazy. Trans, disabled, lesbian, women's of color. It's just, you know, it's so weird. We were talking about that the other night. That was a really good conversation on the cocktail lounge, just kind of like how annoying conservatives can be. Yeah. But like, bro, like, it's weird because they were right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? About, like, you know, the downfall of America and the pussification. And, like, they were all, like, they they do such a bad job articulating it. Cause it's mm-hmm. it's so blunt, and like you know, like oh, that's why we need more church. And you're like, Ugh. but like th- it's like they're onto something. They're just so bad at expressing the point. Bro. But it's like it was. It's like weird. It's like damn, the conservatives were right all along. There is a liberal agenda to destroy the American family. <laughs> like, yeah, they were saying when, because I, I was, you know. I think a lot of us may have been on the quote unquote liberal side when we were younger. But they say liberal, you know. You're not young and liberal. You don't have no you have no heart. If you're not old and conservative, you have no brain. Some shit like that. Winston Churchill. But is that Winston Churchill? He's a he. I, I'll I'll leave my Illuminati talking for him for another day. In any event, a lot. You know, I was all. You know, how the hell can more? You know, how can gay marriage ruin the family? That doesn't make any sense to me. It didn't connect yeah. to me. And honestly, it it in and of itself didn't. But the idea of just like going down the rabbit hole of constantly pushing all of these agendas, like all totally ruin the family. Now, Tinder did way more to ruin the family than gay marriage. Let's just be honest. But the cultural well, mores shifting was the, yes. thing. it was the shifting away, the, the going away from church, going away from God. I don't care what you think about God. I'm sure there's people who don't believe in him, believe in a different one. There's like almost no doubt in my mind, that the moral shift away from a, a, a country that believed in God has been a negative. And, and I, I I can't, because of how morally 
depraved we've become as a, as a society. There are so many things that we take for granted uh, that you can say and you can do that you couldn't do back in the day. And some people will say that's a good thing. But like I was seeing something. Um, it was a country. It was I want to say it was a South American country getting uh, the right to abortion and seeing some of the comments. And it's just like, bro, y'all are like, I'm not saying like y'all are killing kids, man. And you guys are celebrating this. I'm not saying that abortion should like be it's illegal. A huge, like, yeah, like it's like, but, you know, now we, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're not oppressed. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're really like, sussing out the nuance of this particular issue very well like no i get what you're saying kind of but uh you know it's a pretty dark thing you're talking yeah about and it should be celebrated and it, should, it be should be celebrated i i'm not saying it should be illegal but no. it's i don't think it should be celebrated either no and it's, it's kind of like the celebration is is going back to the point you were just making about like the shifting of values because it's not to me it's not even the like moving away from the church and this i mean that's definitely i'm completely yeah. on bar, like but it was the moral it. shift but it's it, like because it's not even it's like it's not just like oh we value gay people more it's like no 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 no, no. we like kind of punish you if you are not one of these like extra categories like if you yes. are a heteronormative or whatever well, that's a problem so you're basically from a young age telling kids that you know, if you're just the net standard, you're just a woman who wants to date a man. You're just a man who wants to date a woman. That's wrong. Yes, we are like, absolutely telling them. That's why we have the quote unquote transgender situation. And oh, <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Well, you good. haven't heard that of people no, who are uh, trans, you know. Because oh, no, I get the concept. Yeah. yeah, it's just a really very succinctly put. Clever. Well, and don't you know if you have second thoughts? Let's say you trans and you're trans, and you 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 may, maybe you're you're post transition, maybe you're pre transition during whatever, and you have second thoughts about it. You're going to be shamed by that community. You're going to mm -hmm. be ostracized, and you're going to be, you know, um, villainized because you. It was supposed to be your freedom, your freedom to choose, but no, it's your your obligation to choose how we tell you to, and how we you know, go along the process we told you. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't realize how late it's gotten. I'm just sitting there rambling. Uh, that's all good. No, I mean, yeah, 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 I think you made some really good points there. Like, uh, you know, it it's that's how I mean that's how it appears to me. And I think, it, like I said, you go to the cynical theories, you see their programming. It's like, yeah, that's by design. That's not a it's not a mistake. Like that's exactly how it's designed. So you basically have to reward like you're only rewarding people who are part of the intersectionalism hierarchy. So you're you know you're creating incentive for people to not be part of that so they might indulge these things like a little more brazenly than they might have otherwise yeah and like, like this is what you're supposed to do this is what makes a good person i want to be a good person all right well then i guess i'm trans yeah because obviously anyone who's not trans is is, is a bigot and they're this that, and the third they're demonized they're whatever eric k yeah. supports your right to be a table there you go Oh, thank you, Eric. Hey, you're a good guy. And Cosmic Fusion supports my right to be an independent creator because he's giving me money. There you uh, go. Gave me five dollars. Said uh, you don't you don't have to be religious to understand that it's Luciferian inversion of society to mock God and gain power in the afterlife by the elite. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sounds I, like I yeah. wrote that super chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, 
I, I don't even think it's arguable anymore. Like, I, I just, I don't really see the other side to like, I'm like, well, yeah, okay. But everything they're doing is destroying family, destroying like the love of the, the binary nature of humanity, like getting us further away from God, like amassing power, censor. It's like, really? Getting us like, further away from natural, being in a natural state at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not only can men not be men and women not be men, women, but I mean, we can't even be people. Hell, I've been locked in this room, based this apartment for two years, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so now that's not natural. Anytime I go out, I was, oh my God, other humans and shit. It's like we're, we're increasingly being put into an unnatural state for humanity. Yep. And it's, and that's the thing with the masks, too. It's the same with yeah. the same thing. It's like you don't see people's facial expression. There's a barrier between you and them. It's like this weird. It's very psychological and it's it's effective, man. It works. It's depersonalization and dehu like we're being dehumanized to each other. We're dehum we dehumanize each other. That's why I, I do. I am trying to like not just call. I mean, I'll joke and call them fucking commies because they're fucking commies, but I don't want to dehumanize yeah, them and just be so hardcore like, oh, they're all SJWs. We can never talk to them because they we can't. Like, no. No, mm -hmm. no, no. Stop. Stop. Yep. Stop That's and breathe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure, there are some that you can't talk to, but we got to find that out because we're all still humans. We're all still human beings on this fucking planet, and we have to figure this shit out before uh, we let the terrorists win, and that, this I'm <laughs> only joking slightly because these fuckers they're the real domestic terrorists. The powers that be are the real domestic terrorists and international terrorists. They're the ones who are terrorizing the people. Well, and, that's uh, the thing. I mean, I met a lot of these. You know, like I, I living in Hollywood, you have no choice but to spend a lot of time around you know real SJWs. And the thing is, a lot of times, like they are just nice people. Like they're not bad inherently. I, I think a lot of times they believe this stuff because they have a belief. They, they have a desire to be good. Now, there's yeah. also the power thing that they've been brainwashed with. So mm -hmm. it's kind of there's a self-interest there as well. But it's like you're not like inherently a piece of shit. You're just so brainwashed. You're just so cooked on these ideas that like can't even be discussed, let alone debated. Like they just have you have to comply. Uh, and Sentient Dildo says, uh, <laughs> Jake D has got to disagree. Commies aren't people. <laughs> Hell, Jake D. LJD. Uh, Sejadilla says that's called repressive tolerance. Give more rights to people who adopt the ideology and take mm. away rights from those who don't. Read about that cunt Mancusa. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, well, we're not communists. Not at all. No. In fact, I consider me and Vigilante Williamson to be very good capitalists. capitalists. And if you support capitalism, you can support this show over at Culture Crime Fighters. Yes. Uh, Patreon slash Culture Crime Fighters. Because for just the meager entry fee of $5 gets you access to 12 episodes of Culture Crime Fighters Secret Identities. They just keep getting better. You're missing out. I hope that you'll go over there. But if you can't spare the $5 because Biden's fucked the economy and inflation. We have one episode up there for free. The first one's free. Free sample of the Secret free Identities. 99. So go on over there. Uh, also, I always forget to mention this, and I think it's reflecting in the numbers that we are on Spotify and iTunes. This is a legitimate podcast. Yes, <laughs> uh, distributed there. So if you, you know, don't want to go on YouTube or for whatever reason is more convenient to be on Spotify, check us out there. Give us a follow. Really appreciate like a five star review on iTunes. That will boost this show a lot. Yes, uh, that doesn't cost any money. So there if you, you like us, if you support the show, be very gratefully appreciated. But even so, you just being here means the world. So thank you very much. And, and, and something else is free. Please sub to me. I'm not just saying that because I'm <laughs> asking for subs to the point of buying them. But 
I'm also saying that because if you want to see this show, it is it does come on next week on my channel. And I want to that's make right. sure because there are always new people. And that's not always we don't say that hardly ever. And it's like, yeah, we got to make sure we remind people this show alternates channel for channel. So next week it will be on my channel. And then the week after back here, mm -hmm. on Fireball Productions. And so, we oscillate there to you go. give shine to both channels. Uh, so yeah, appreciate y'all watching. You can check out my video I just put out. It's about that uh, Lord of the Rings super fan video. God, that thing is hilarious. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun making that video. It was like four in the morning, but I was like, fuck it, this is great. So <laughs> I wanted to check it out. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to do it. Yeah. And with Phil Southern on Spotify. Thank you. Hell, very nicely done. Thank you, sir. Uh, and we will be live Friday, uh, 8.30, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, for the cocktail lounge. There you go. Chiggity, check it out. All right, y'all. Have a great day. All right. Peace. Peace.